0: This week on our around the horn podcast we're uh, going back to last week a little bit and adding one thing that i should have added into the episode in terms of fees to look out for when it comes to annuities so i just wanted to add this on um as another thing to watch out for uh, because it's pretty much every type of annuity that's out there whether it's fixed annuity indexed variable any of those types. Um, it's one that's also very important when you're making your decision in terms of how you're putting your money away. So piggybacking off of last week's episode, if you didn't listen to last week, go back and listen to it first, and then you'll understand uh, what we're talking about here in this episode. So surrender fees. That's another one that we did not uh, I did not rush on last week. I just wanted to try and keep it around that ten minute mark, and I saw that I was running out of time. So, um just had that held off here until this week but surrender fees are definitely something that you're going to want to put into perspective if you're looking at purchasing an annuity because the way that these work is um i've seen everywhere from 3 all the way up to i don't see them as much anymore but i've i have seen them i, I don't think there's if there are any I, I haven't seen any lately are all the way up to 15 year surrender periods um, i'd say most common is 3 to 10 and probably the, the most common is about seven, right in the middle there. So, three to 10 years. What a surrender fee is during the contract, the annuity contract is, um, it's basically they'll give you most of them, almost all of them that I've seen give you a 10% free withdrawal of the money that you put in. So, for, for instance, let's say you put $100,000 into a contract and the next year you need $5,000 and you need it from this contract, from this contract, that's where it needs to come from because you need some additional funds. No problem. There's going to be no additional charge to that because it's within that 10%. But if you add to that and say you need $20,000, the first 10 would not have any type of charge, extra charge on it where the following 10 would have um, the, the surrender amount. So the first year of like a seven-year surrender, I'll use for example, might be 8%. And then each year after, it usually lowers like about a percent. Might go eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. And then at year seven, it wipes off, is how a surrender period works. So you're basically, it's a long term keeping it in there for at least that amount of time. Otherwise, you're going to get penalized extra if you take out more than that 10% that you're allotted to take out. So hopefully that makes sense. It's more of a longer term. You can have a, a shorter term of maybe three years four years, five years, something like that. Um, I've seen a lot of different periods. Most of them that I've seen are five, six and seven years. Um, And like I say, all the way up to 10 and even 15 years that we've seen where people get locked into these contracts. And the longer you hold it, the longer you are into that surrender period, usually the lower the charge is. So when you get to the end, it's, it's pretty low. And then after you get to the end of the surrender period, you can take out any amount that you want as long as it's after the 59 and a half, if it's a qualified uh, plan, like an IRA or something like that within an annuity, then you'd have the IRS penalty to remember as well. But we're just talking about the actual fees, the surrender fees, that would be part of an annuity. So gotta keep that in mind too, when uh, you're putting that into play. And hopefully that's something that your rep would go over. It's definitely needs to be disclosed. along with all those other fees so you're aware of what you're paying and what you could be penalized if you were to take an excess amount of money and that's usually um, you know it's usually the top conversation is are you know the amount that you can put in here is it for surely going to be you know barring any huge huge um, you know whether it's medical expenses or anything like that Uh, Sometimes you can get a waiver on that, but it just depends on the documentation and what kind of company you're with in terms of that. But that's that's another fee that you're going to look at. And that's more of the aftermath fee, I guess you could say, not during the contract. But if you were to liquidate some of that money and withdraw to be aware that there could be a a pretty large surrender fee, that's a part of it, too. So make sure to check into the surrender fee, see how it works. Uh, Year one is usually always the worst. You know, it could be anywhere from 8 to 10 percent if you were to withdraw a certain amount out of that contract. So understand what you would be penalized if for some reason you did need something, especially in the first few years of that contract. So uh, just another uh, thing I wanted to throw out there, uh, piggybacking off of last week's annuity fees, just some general information and education on that. And then also another fee uh, portion of an annuity that we wanted to. Brush on here today, so you are aware of that, and something else to look out for <laughs> when somebody uh, brings one to you, and you can uh, say, "Hey, how, how what you know what's the surrender fee, uh, surrender charge like? If I were to take money out early, go through that information and really dig into it. Asking questions is one of the most important things, especially when it comes to your finances. I recommend it to everybody. Ask as many questions as you can, and really dig into it and Even take some notes, you know, take some notes on what you're getting. Um, Ask for literature, read through it thoroughly, ask some more questions about it, really get in depth about what you're doing and how you're doing it. So that's what I got for you today. Next week, um, what are we talking about next? Oh, we're getting close to Valentine's Day next week. Well, next next week, we're going to talk about uh, merging your money when it comes to marriage because it's the month of love, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about that uh, the week before um, Valentine's Day. That's going to be just around the corner. So it'll be a good topic, not only for people who are getting married or newlyweds, but even people who have been married for a while or maybe even a long time. We're going to have some good topics about merging your money or keeping your money separate as a married couple, the the ups and downs and some of the different things that uh, can go along with that, some of the pros and cons. So it should be a good episode next week for you again, too. It's our Around the Horn podcast, educational insight for your financial future. You can catch it anytime you want. Log on to aroundthehornpodcast.com and you can find our weekly podcast right there. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it.